back in the mix. Minds Like Minds podcast. What is good, everybody? I am R.L. Melpica. And I am Chef Definition. And um, we're here to do what we do best, and that is... Uh, talk that shit. Yeah, basically, basically, man. Um, now I don't know if I want to talk no shit to Will Smith, because I might get my ass slapped. Well, but, uh, <laughs> I think... Um, I really kind of think, man, you know, like like I said it a couple of days ago, bro. It's kind of like that um, Floyd Mayweather picking... Picking the battles. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, maybe Will Smith wouldn't have done that if Idris Elbus was hosting. <laughs> That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. Um, how, much, how much did the fact that it was Chris Rock actually play had into to, the play? It had to play because, like, yo, what? Chris Rock is about, what, 67 years old? Yeah, and about 67 pounds. About 113 pounds <laughs> with the Louis Vuitton shoes yeah, on and shit. Exactly, exactly. Come on, bro. I mean, he's probably only. I mean, shit. He's he ain't he ain't far too far removed from his pookie days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't like he bulked up since then. No, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit, man. So I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of debate on whether it was staged or. Uh, yes, which you know we got to get into that shit. I, well, fuck it. Let's just go and jump on into that shit, dude. Fuck it. Ain't no need to uh, hold it back anymore. You well, know what well, I'm saying? Let's, let's start from the jump. When okay. you first saw it, did you think it was staged? You know what? Honestly, when I first saw it, it was just clips of it. Right. Wasn't right, really. Right, right, right. Bro, I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the Grammys. I was had, about to say, like, when's the last time you actually watched the Oscars? Had I not, had I not uh, been social media <laughs> um, right. you know, Facebooking, um, I would have never known. I would have never known that Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Right. I mean, because it's, you know, it's not on my daily radar and the Oscars and all that shit's really, really not. So then it became trending. So it's like, well, shit, I I can't even, can't even look at my Facebook without, <laughs> without seeing, without right. seeing Damn. this shit. That's, that's, that's kind of like the microcosm of fucking social media right there, man. It was the same thing with me. Like I... Not to not to go off on what the Oscars truly are, but the Oscars is it's a show for the for a certain group. And I don't mean certain group of viewers. <laughs> I mean, a certain group of people in Hollywood, like it's not even for true filmmakers. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, it's always been that way. It'll always be that way. And so, so it's just a, it's basically like a um, a party. Yep. Where. Where the upper ups or the elites or the you know, uh, you gotta be a part of that club, that fraternity, sorority yes. kind of thing. Exactly. And they throw they throw themselves a party. Yep. To pat themselves on the back, basically, of accepting each other's bullshit. Basically, yep. And yep. Um, boom, and they give each other statues. Yeah, and that's why you'll see like, I, I'm not I don't know what movie won movie of the year, but. If you're just going based off popularity, Spider-Man was the number one movie of the year, but that motherfucker didn't even get nominated. Like, that's just kind of shows you it's, it's about the club. It's about the prestige within that sorority fraternity type, of, type yeah. of group. You know what I'm saying? You know, they always say that the um, the comic book movies tend to not fare well against the um, Titanics and... Um, 
Dancing with Wolves and uh, right. What's another epic piece of bullshit? T- Twilight. Twilight was good, bro. Fuck that <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> Titanic was good, bro. Dances with Wolves was Super good. Super fuck Titanic. Really? It's motherfucking, bro. Uh, Come on, bro. Nah, we can get that's, into that. That's not even a conversation you want to nah, have with nah. me right now. But I, I think I'm Titanic. right there with you, man. Like, so I, like, right before I went to sleep, because I, yeah, I, had no, I didn't watch the motherfucking Oscars. Yeah, I went to sleep, you know. <laughs> I got to get my rest. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of my journey. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know we, we owned the motherfucker. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't watch the Oscars. I was, I was actually, I was dozing the fuck off. Right, right, nah, right, right. Yeah. Right before I went to sleep, you know, right. I, I picked up my phone and I was on Twitter. The last and check. And I think I saw a clip of Will Smith's speech, like when he's crying and saying that, you know, it's, what, what did he say? He said some shit like, um, I got so much love or some shit like that. I got so much love inside of me or something like that. And he's crying, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's a, a winning, he won an award or some shit, which he did. Um, but I saw the person who retweeted it said some shit like, no, nah, that ain't going to get you off for what you just did. And I'm like, well, what the <laughs> fuck did you just do? You know what I'm saying? So I scroll down a little further, and all I see is he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Yeah. And then then they had a, a ver- like the Japanese feed. Well, that's right. yeah, that's the one I watched. Okay, yeah, with, the, with the talking in the background. Yeah, yeah it, it, Will Smith approaches Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, but but it wasn't in, it wasn't in that language. Oh, mine was. Nah, mine wasn't. Okay. Mine wasn't like their native tongue. The native. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. <laughs> but then I saw it, and then it was, I thought it was a skit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I I saw it on some breaking news type shit. Yeah, and it kind of like. <laughs> You know the 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 uh, pick was kind of like Will Smith after after he smacked him and shit. Right, right. right. So it's like, man, what the fuck is this bullshit, man? <laughs> yeah, breaking exactly. news and shit. Uh, Will Smith attacks Chris. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy is like these are two of the most like clean cut brothers. Lovable, laughable kind of guy. In Hollywood, bro. Like, straight up. It ain't like it was Tracy Morgan coming up and slapping Mike Epps or some shit. Or Tracy Morgan slapping Aries Spears. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shit, they wouldn't even let Aries Spears in the building. Let's keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) Or Faison Love. (laughs) I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you got Will Smith, like, uh, damn near America's sweetheart. (laughs) You know he's America's. He's not even that far removed from America's. Sweetheart, he is, he is um, the American Negro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. He he is. He's the, the American. American. So he's like he's, today's Sidney Poitier. Um, I mean, he yeah, he's like a light Denzel. A light, okay. Because light you know Denzel. Denzel's up there like a motherfucker. Right, right. And then, but but know, Denzel could blend. He yeah, can go that's both. Why, that's yeah. why you know Denzel's. He's Oh. Yeah, upper, upper echelon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. That, that's why Denzel and um, <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> right? right. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> now, now we kind of think like, now who produced this shit? You got to start thinking who, that. Who produced this skit right here? Well, based on the the how bad it looked, like I mean, dude, like wound up and shit. It was like one of them old Rocky movies and shit. Like he was he was bringing that punch from motherfucking from the South Pole on that ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Coming yeah. up like that with the slap, and then Chris Rock, you know, pulling that pulling that shit off. 
I would say it was probably um, somebody who doesn't do action movies. That's what I would say. One Michael Bay. Tyler Perry. Yeah, probably Tyler Perry. Why <laughs> are we bullshitting? You know, he, 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 now check the scenario. Before, before y'all start sending me hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Check the scenario, though. You can't you know talk about That's blasphemy you talk about on Tyler Perry. Right. Um, hey, I got this idea. Um, it's gonna it's gonna pit Chris Rock against Will Smith the night of the, the night of the Oscars. <laughs> Nobody would believe that shit. Nah. Nobody would believe that shit. That's why I thought it was a skit. Because because the Grammys, the Oscars, the American Music Awards, the um Country Music Awards. Right. Um I don't even know if they really recognize anything else. Yeah. Now so, I know there's other award shows out right, there. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I don't even think they recognize anything else. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. It's just it's just like that um dog and pony show. Yeah. That's that's all it is. You know? And and it's man, that shit hasn't meant anything to anybody of ethnicity since Mike Prince was on there. Well, it's Oscar, so oh, it's not well, the Grammys. Well, well, not the Grammys. But yeah, I mean, you're the talking Oscars. about award shows in general. Yeah. So yeah, so then as far as the Oscars go, like, like it's had okay. So Oscars has always had a long run of shunning motherfuckers. Yeah, Oscars has always had a a um, kind of a reputation of leaving a certain demographic out. Yeah, um, I mean. Yeah. Well, actually, you can kind of say more than just one demographic. Oh, no, uh, multiple demographics. Yeah, any demographic that wasn't, what's the word I'm looking for? Caucasian? White. Oh, or that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't really get too much, um, they didn't get, get too much love on those shows. No, not they at still all. still don't. Still don't. No, and, and, you know, it's here and there, you'll see, and I think, shit, if you go back to one of our earliest podcasts, bro. We, I, I brought out some numbers to show you the, the lack of diversity in Hollywood, and that is that is by design. I mean, if you think about it, if you go back to the '90s, like urban culture had a run, a really good run. Sitcoms, movies, um, their own genres. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, that shit just literally stopped. Right. Like and and because you had up and coming producer, yo, F. Gary Gray, you had John Singleton, right? You had um um the Hughes brothers, you know what I'm saying? So you had like and those guys were dynamos, like those guys were putting out big time shit, and then all of a sudden it stopped. D- nothing. Yeah, it ended. Um, you know they say that the movies always get it's always hard to greenlight them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Until <laughs> once again, until uh until a good old Tyler came through. Tyler came through because and, he was he wasn't um dangerous. Right, and he um he got a lot he 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 got his genre of movies and his genre of of uh his perspective. Yeah. He's Cosby, bro. He's not not a comedy, but he's Cosby, bro. Because he's not he's, he's he he can cross over. He's not dangerous. He puts out. I wouldn't say he's Cosby though, bro. No, I I would say he's the. Um, I'm not saying he's at the level of Cosby. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying from the from the powers that be's perspective, 
he's like Cosby because he's not dangerous. Like Cosby didn't cuss. Cosby's show was a family show. Even though it showed black people in a positive light, it wasn't dangerous. It wasn't a threat. Tyler Perry movies are not a threat to anybody. Well, they're definitely not a threat because there's so much um, unadulterated buffoonery. <laughs> um, you know, when Akasha Flicks blows the fuck up and we're like big time, we're going we're gonna to cross Tyler Perry one day and he's going to yeah. be like, yo, man, I remember episode 77. Right, <laughs> right. Like, um, you know, I, I, said, I, did, I said this earlier today that he is the equivalent of the anti-Flip Wilson. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So anti. So 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 schools, some of our younger people, including myself, on Flip Wilson. Because I don't I oh, knew we had the, I okay. knew we had the variety show, right? Put put it in a nutshell. There's this um I don't even know how I want to put that shit out there. It's a thing about the comedians wearing a dress. Okay. And it's been addressed by many multiple comedians, yes. right? Chappelle. So one of the ones, one of the first ones that got a lot of notoriety for wearing the dress was Flip Wilson. Okay, okay. <laughs> and at that time, he had his, he had his um, he had his uh, his show. So would you say anti Flip Wilson, or are you saying he's completely different than Flip Wilson, or he is just like Flip Wilson? He's he's, yeah. He's okay. Like if Flip Wilson was the Jackie Robinson, right? Um, Tyler Perry would be the Mark Aguirre, Sammy Sosa. Okay, so he's just the new version. <coughs> okay, so he's not an, he's not anti Flip Wilson because anti would mean that he's like the opposite. He kind of is. The okay, opposite. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Kinda, he kind of is the opposite. Kind of, yeah. Okay, kind of is the opposite. I mean, because because like. The it was it was different because even in the sixties or early seventies, right, it was still a lot of positivity. <coughs> right. This right. um this new era with the see, it's the, it's the <laughs> say man they they trying to get me. They bro. getting them. See, I mean, look, anybody Sorry. who knows this show, like the pot, like there there are, there are negative entity entities and forces in this world that attack any type of authentic speech we're here talking truth and they don't want us to talk truth so my man is is choking up over here (laughs) that's that's just as real as it gets that's that's why you gotta tune into minds like minds podcast gotta uh, watch 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 what i say even the even the shadow people get offended everybody you know what i'm saying so i apologize but so so like yeah man so even in the early the 60s early 70s he had a dress on, but it was still a lot more positivity. Gotcha. Op- opposed to now, so much exploit. Gotcha. Exploiting them and gotcha. shit. Gotcha. So maybe, shit, maybe fucking Will Smith wanted to be in the newest Medea movie or whatever, Tyler Perry movie. And Tyler said, all right, but here's what you got to do. And we're going to stage some at the Oscars. We're going we're gonna to build up some buzz. You know what I'm saying? But would that, would that, make, <laughs> would that make Tyler Perry... Larger than Will Smith, Mister Independence Day. Because why would oh. Will Smith have to ask Tyler Perry to be in one of his movies? That's true. Not the roles reverse. But but it, but at the same time, like I mean, Will Smith did just do King Richard. He won the award for that and whatnot. I mean, so he still generates a high, big numbers, a high level. 
Yeah, he's still generating at a high level. So you're probably right. You're probably right. We'll get to that. I, I want to follow up on, and, and everybody out there like listening right now, <coughs> the beauty of this show, of Minds Like Minds, is that not only are we going to hit this from a culture standpoint, we're also going to hit it from an energetic standpoint. Right. So you're going to get both sides of this. And, and we're starting off on the culture aspect to kind of build the foundation of the energetic aspect of it. But I want to follow up on how and let everybody know the history of Hollywood. You know, you brought up Flip Wilson. That's that's obviously huge. And what that ended up, you know, kind of sparking a revolution in because shit, damn near every big time black comedian is dressed up as, as somebody else, a female. Right? Yeah, almost all of them. Damn near, uh, except uh, Chappelle. Chappelle uh, took a stand for that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, man. Because, like, you know, that's that's that's, that's like uh, one of those uh, traditions or whatever, or like uh, rituals. In a way. Yeah. I don't think, I don't even think that's debatable. And we're going to get <laughs> right. into rituals as well. So, like, I just think, I just, I, look, growing up, the 90s, man, like, it has such a... Like urban culture in general, not only not only movies, but even music like that was if you want to talk about one of the most prolific eras in urban culture, it's the 90s, man, because the movies like I talked about those big time directors, big time actors. That's where they were birthed, you know, not birthed, but that, you know, birthed as far as in Hollywood or in music or whatever, like just personalities, like just just impactful individuals in the artistic field in the 90s and then all of a sudden it just stopped i mean and the difference between them and the people now is that the people now aren't dangerous like john singleton putting out boys in the hood and putting out higher learning yeah and films like that that's poet did he do poetic justice too i think i think so those are, yeah, those are dangerous movies, not dangerous in the way like harmful, but dangerous in the way of changing the perception of urban culture in America. OK, you said you said the 90s. Yeah. Right. OK, so the 90s. The 90s is stopped. Right. Probably lasted all the way up until to the complete around the early 2000s. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. But by 2001, there was there was nothing in sight. No. But it it opened up it it opened up the door for the once again the great Tyler Perry era. Yeah. And the reality show era. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So so we have we have good positive movies. Boys in the Hood. It's a great movie. Yep. It's a great movie. Love Jones. Um. You know what I'm saying? Uh. What's the other one? With MC8 now, Menace, Menace, yeah, Menace Society. to Society. That's another great movie. You know great what I'm saying? Hughes Brothers, yep. And um, they were they were telling stories of urban life, yep, ethnic life. You know what I'm saying? So, with everything else, this majority whitewashed, right? You know what I'm saying? They shut it down. They shut it down, and 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 they created a thirst, a craving so strong that we just want to see, <clears throat> not necessarily black face, right? But we want to see black faces, yeah, black and brown. I mean both. Uh, and, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Just, <laughs> just to put it simply, we want to see more color. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. 
and you know it's a it's a large realm of the rainbow when we're talking about color you know what i'm saying so we just want to see more of it we want actually if you even take the color aspect away from it mm-hmm. we just want to see more representation yeah so now that that covers everybody who wants to be they just want to see what they look like being represented yep you know and, and it's not <clears throat> it's not anti anything you know what I'm saying? No, it's definitely not anti anything. But you know, sometimes, sometimes we want to see somebody else save the world. <laughs> maybe yeah. somebody, maybe somebody with with some ethnicity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, think about that. I mean, it took what Black Panther to be the basically the first one to really quote unquote save the day. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Will Smith has, has played some some prominent Independence Day. Independence yeah. Day, um, you know, so a few others. Um but everything you said was right. And and this here's what you'll learn. Like, because like I've I've been in the I've been in the film world, right? And and I took classes, you know, to to master my craft. And the first thing they tell you when you're a writer is that you are writing for a certain demographic. And that main Hollywood demographic is between the ages of 18 and 30, white, Caucasian male. That's, that's what they tell you. And this, this isn't a joke. This isn't to bring race into it, but literally. And if that is the foundation of Hollywood, it doesn't matter what people really want truly in their heart because... If that's all they see, then that's all they know. You know, the public, if some if the public sees something enough, they will ultimately trust it. Right. We've learned that with fucking COVID. Right. So like it's just basics. I mean, they they basically in, in a in a fundamental way created an algorithm and the algorithm is create films for white or I should say Caucasian males between 18 and 30. That's why you don't see a lot of women being in leading roles. Right. That's why you don't see a lot of culture and ethnicity in leading roles. And when there is, like, uh, what's that movie? Crazy, um, Crazy Asians in Love, or what was it? Crazy something Asians. I can't remember. <laughs> something about crazy something. A love story, basically. Great movie. Uh-huh. Right. I love. I mean, it was a really good movie. Mm. But it had to be like about Asians. It couldn't just be a regular. It couldn't just be crazy in love. Mm-hmm. It had to be crazy Asians or crazy love. Ah, damn, I don't know what the fuck that movie is. It's, it's, it's uh, you know what I'm saying. I think it was like crazy. I think it was crazy Asians in love. Yeah, maybe crazy Asians in love. Something, something like that. But the point is, is that like they have kind of pigeonholed and kind of pushed urban and um, movies outside of that demographic I was talking about to be niche movies. They have to be at a, about a certain niche. And Tyler Perry has created this massive niche. Oh, yeah. Because there's a massive void. A massive void. So, you know, John Singleton's not with us anymore. Mm. Um, You know, I don't know what happened to him. He did make a few other movies, but nothing with the impact that he had in the 90s. Hughes Brothers, you know, they had Menace. They had Dead Presidents, and um, they did a couple others. But once again, they kind of faded away. And this is by design. yeah, Yeah, it's definitely by design because... There was just little sprinkles of uh, life, right? Where they um, they kind of derailed them. You yep. know what I'm saying? Things um, started happening, and it just kind of derailed them. So the whole wall 
came down. The whole foundation crumbled. Yep. Uh, John Singleton, it passed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to look up some of these movies real quick. And, um, you know, even before he passed, but the um, the the genre of that movie era was 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 basically on its last leg, right? You know, so it's <laughs> but it's not that people didn't want to see him. No, it's, it's definitely that not the they people. just weren't being pushed and marketed. No, because there was there there was no there there was no um like you say venue for him. There's no want for him. So so they thought you know because they always said that uh black movies or Movies color with people of color cannot make money in Hollywood. Right. You by know. The, yeah, by design. Well, it, it can't make money in Hollywood because they're not putting the money into them. Like, right. it doesn't, look, it doesn't matter what movie it is. How many shitty movies have, were pushed with massive budgets that end up doing well because they've been pushed so hard? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they got to make their money back. And I get that. I get you gotta that. Got to recoup that, recoup that bread back. Right. But there's strategic. Like, look, if a movie sucks, a movie sucks. Ain't nothing you can do about it. But when you, yeah. like, if if a menace to society. Granted, I understand Hughes Brothers were. I I understand why that wasn't pushed because Hughes Brothers were damn near. They were new, and obviously no major studio is gonna just pour hundreds of million dollars into a gangster movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. That you would have thought after, because I'm looking at I'm looking at John Singleton's IMDb right now, right? Mm-hmm. Man, so he Boys put, in the Hood '91, mm-hmm. classic, yeah, right? Most that, right? You would think that okay, from that, <clears throat> what usually happens in Hollywood is okay, you 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 drop one, you know, your first one, and then if it does well, that's when you get the backing going forward. So yeah. then he does Poetic Justice in '93. He's got Janet. He's got Tupac in there, right? Um, some other really big actors at the time, then higher learning, right? That's kind of the apex, 1995. So from 91 to 95, he has those three classic urban films. Mm-hmm. And higher learning, like that's that's one that I implore anybody to watch because it it really talks about some real shit from all cultures. <laughs> yeah, man. All cultures, sexuality, everything. Great. Motherfucker. It's a great movie. Ahead of its time. A lot of, uh, yeah, man, because um, it, it touched on a lot. I mean, it touched on a lot in in a short amount of time. It's a very touching movie. Yeah, man. Go check that shit out for sure, man. Like, I, I want to higher learning. And then two years later, he did Rosewood, which which should have been a major, major, major success. But it right. was kind of like in 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 movie terms, kind of like a, uh, a um a disappointment, right? Flop, maybe even. But it was a great movie. That started Ving Rhames, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, another thing with Rosewood, the initial history of Rosewood has been swept up under the... Which, the, is, the, which let's keep it real, that's why it wasn't successful. Right. It's been swept up under the uh, the rug of reality, of society, <laughs> if yeah. you will. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so when he made that movie, it was like, oh, shit. Shh, shh, shh. Yep. You know, because I remember that. I remember that came out, and I and I was excited about it because I yeah. love Singleton. Yeah, but it didn't get no push. Nah, it, it didn't get a push, man. Because like like I said, you know, um, that's a very very dark piece of American history. Yeah, that they, they don't they don't want to let that shit out. You no. know, no. they don't want to talk about that shit. Yeah, and like, then three years later, he does Shaft. You talk about masters, and then you know, and that Shaft. <clears throat> 
But see, what once a director here, here's when you know Hollywood gets to somebody. You go from Boys in the Hood, yeah, yeah. to Poetic Justice, yeah. to Higher Learning, to Rosewood. Rosewood, Ro- and and let's 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 kind of say like from a career standpoint, Rosewood was the nail in the coffin. Well, yes, from a from a but not not from, from a bottom from, line standpoint. He he, I'm pretty sure he was very passionate about that movie, yeah. wanted to get it out, and it's a story that needs to be told. It's actually a story that still needs to be told, especially in today's atmosphere now, you know? Mm-hmm. But Give the people a quick background on Rosewood. Nope, nope, not going to do it. Not gonna- <laughs> and, and the reason I'm not going to do it is because I don't have all my facts. Okay. Well, and, I mean, and, you, just, the, just the main plot? <sighs> yeah. Nah, because I don't want, you know... I can speak on it, but I don't want to speak on it. Be like, you know, get some shit mixed up with Star Wars or <laughs> Return of the Jedi and shit. No, I got you know you. what I'm saying? So, I got you. so when it's time, let me do my, my yeah, research, my right. due diligence. It's been a minute. Shit. Ninety-seven was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So, so I I speak on the actual Rosewood of what yeah. what happened about the the massacre, right. the massacre, the many many people Lots. that were massacred during Rosewood. All right, so then then he goes the then he goes the remake of Shaft, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's two thousand. That's the beginning of the end. Granted, he did do Baby Boy the next year, which I thought was a good movie, but commercially was nothing. Yeah, but I I thought it was a great movie too, and and it was a great movie. It, <laughs> that's some that's some of that Fast and the Furious shit. Then Too Fast, Too Furious. Then Four Brothers, which was okay, and then, Four Brothers was good. Four Brothers was good, right? But you could see, yeah, you could, you could see, you, you could see the right. commercialism, yes. creeping in, yes. Because even even the remake of Shaft, and see, once again, once again, Shaft is a black hero, right? You know, so to remake that that character was great. Kudos to him, but at the same time, America wasn't ready for it. You know they're not ready for a private black dick. Who yeah, only, but I, only person who understands this woman. I thought that shit was whack, bro. It was it was a whack ass remake of a movie, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It that, was it was. And I love Samuel L. It was horrible. Now Peoples Hernandez was a great character. Hey, the only solid. Hey, <laughs> hey, the only solid character <laughs> in the fucking shit remake was Peoples Hernandez. You know, and if you don't know who that is. <laughs> Hey, check check out like Google his take on Egyptian cotton. <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker was a character, bro. I, I love that shit. Yeah, that's the best character. That's Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's played some good. At, he's he's got some range. Like um, low key. Yeah, he's up there, bro. Yeah, Jeffrey yeah, he's, Wright. Shout out. Yeah, Jeffrey he's Wright. very very. He's a very very talented dude, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the Hughes brothers real quick to show how how short their run is. Granted, <laughs> they did get their ass whooped by Tupac as well. So we got we got to throw that in there. And and uh and and that's what uh 86 their career. They only did four movies. Yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong motherfuckers. But anyways, um, but I, I'll, I we say all that to say that, like, when it comes to what happened with Will and Chris Rock. <laughs> And you start to look at the actual factuals, you know, who Chris Rock is, who Will Smith is. And you you come to the conclusion that this motherfucker was so staged, bro. Um, so, so motherfucking staged. Um, and, and, there, and there's so many different avenues we can go. 
What did they have to lose? Nothing. I it's mean, multi millionaires, man. Because, like, um, you think about it, like, one thing that these older artists have. Right. Um, they they have a propensity. It's a good word. To hold on. Yeah. To not want to let go. To keep their name in the um limelight. In the lime, yeah, in the limelight. Keep their name going. Uh, we, we've seen. But do it. you think Will needs? But we just talked about. It. You think Will? Will's there. He's he's making a resurgence, bro. He's making. You know he's he's probably he's he's really trying to transcend to that other upper upper echelon like level. Ah, uh, yeah, I think he's. I, I mean, think he's I trying don't, to. I don't think he has the like. He's trying to be a made man. Denzel's a made man. But see, I thought. I mean, I, I would consider him there already. We would think, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, hey, we but we, see, we don't know how the innards work. But the, and then Chris Rock, I mean, holding on to to whatever, I mean, he's definitely on the the backside, and movies have never been his thing. Stand ups really been his thing, and everybody hates Chris has kind of been his biggest thing. It was excellent, excellent show. <laughs> yeah, excellent, uh, <laughs> excellent show. Bro. Um, so, excellent depiction, right? Of urban life, bro. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, I think I think it goes beyond them. If we're talking yeah. about staged, I don't think I think they were participants, willing participants, but I don't think this was orchestrated by them. I don't think this was orchestrated for them. I think it was orchestrated for other reasons. Us the people. No, I no not us. I mean people that that we don't know people behind the scenes that we have that we do not know. I think this was orchestrated by them, because if you look at the world today, right, like we've got war going on in the east, right? We got an economy that is just completely like the the the, the rugs being pulled out from under us, right? You can't fill up your tank for less than sixty seventy dollars right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people aren't getting paid any more than they were before this. Gas was a dollar ninety a year ago. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got the post-COVID, the 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 pre-World War III, right? You got all these things going on in the world. You got a president who is at its lowest approval rating, like, ever. I mean, has has he? Because, <laughs> say, man, look, I ain't even going to lie, bro. I checked all the way out of po- politics right. when, when 45 walked his ass on up out of there. Right, I was right, done. Right. I yeah. was done with it. I was completely done with politics at that time. Right. So right. I don't. I haven't been keeping up with old Sleepy Joe. Yeah. So like you got all, you had I know all he's those, fucking up though. Yeah, you had all those things together, and then you got an awards show, right? That <laughs> is probably top five event, top five watched events in the world. Yeah. Right. You got the Super Bowl. You got <clears> a couple <throat> other things, and the Oscars is up there, like top five in the world to the point where they have shows before the show and they have shows after the show. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, like the Oscars big is time a fashion night, big, big motherfucking deal. A lot of money involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a huge stage. And then that happens with two prolific black stars. This, this one, like we said, this wasn't Tracy Morgan and Mike Epps. This wasn't fucking, um, it was, it was the upper echelon. Yeah. So, so it won Bill Bellamy and motherfucker. <laughs> You know, Mike Epps. You know what I'm saying? 
Bill Bellamy and Pierre. Do you remember that? <laughs> what the, what's that motherfucking movie? How to be a player. <laughs> Boy, you talk about some bullshit. Back in the damn day. <laughs> Right, right. We're talking Chris Rock, you know what I'm saying, all-time great comedian. The upper echelon yeah, of, of the big of wigs. The quintessential right. black comics. Right. But like Chris Rock did, if I'm not mistaken, he hosted the the um inauguration or party for Obama. Like that's how big Chris Rock is. Token. It's kind of what comes to my mind. Yeah. And if anyone kind of is offended by the token expression. I am as well, um, but that's that's kind of almost what what it is in layman's terms. It's like um, as African Americans in the entertainment business, we've always been called on to entertain. Well, you know, Chris, you know how much I love Chris Rock. But this is just one more. This is just one more episode of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, who, why, who else? Who else will, will be fit to Samuel Jackson wouldn't have fit the role. No. Samuel Jackson and Denzel Washington, that wouldn't fit the role. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So too lovable, too lovable <clears throat> guy. I mean, um, you know, they're definitely grandpas. So Chris, you know, it's almost like a passing the torch and and um you know what I'm saying? Cause hierarchy and shit. Yeah, bro. So so like I was reading this little shit about uh Will Smith doing the the hand gesture where he put it in his in his coat pocket. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so they said this was a uh, humili- humiliation, a humiliation ritual. Right. So another podcast episode. Hmm. We're gonna start talking about these rituals and how they're doing these rituals in plain sight of us. Right, without but, us knowing. But, but we don't know what the fuck they doing. They holding hands up. They making gestures and shit. Right, right. We don't know, but that, but like you said earlier, it's the um, the people who assigned it. Right. The upper ups, the upper Other echelons, ones. or whoever, whoever it is, whoever it is, they're pulling those strings. They are. They are, and that's that's what I feel. I mean, and 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 if you honestly looking at it like that, you know, they, they picked two. Of the biggest. I mean, the only, yeah, the only person I might, you know, you could substitute Chris Rock with would have been like, I don't even know if it even equates really, might be like Cedric the Entertainment or Steve Harvey or something. No, 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 because although Cedric the Entertainer and Steve Harvey were the kings of comedy. Right. They would have whooped the shit out of (laughs) Well, no, because it's still... They they have great mass appeal, but they didn't have that crossover appeal that Chris Rock had and Will Smith have had. Right? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So no, no, no. I'm not saying I wasn't saying that you'd substitute both of them. I'm saying for Chris Rock, who could you substitute for Chris <coughs> Rock in that? But but regardless, it don't matter because Chris yeah. Rock's been doing the Oscars for. I mean, I, he's he's had a good run. Right, I mean, Kevin Hart was supposed to do it, but then he made the gay comment, and they 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 ostracized him, so he couldn't do it. But then they said he could he could do it, like they forgave him. But he didn't. But, he but didn't now do he's it. like he's, he's still like, not like, like nah. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Um, now, nah, but like 
like the way I see it is it was orchestrated by somebody else. They were participants. The reasoning behind it, like I said, all the shit going on, it's the ultimate motherfucking distraction because it's all people have been talking. But look, we're talking about it, but we're trying to talk about it from a from a different a different aspect so we can show you what's hidden in fucking plain sight here. Like all that like like the way I was explaining it energetically, right? Check this out. I'm with it. All right. You have millions of fucking people watching this show at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Millions. Right. I don't have the exact number, but it's it's a big number, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I you know, you saw it on replay, I saw it on replay, but I can kind of give you an idea of what my feeling was like when I first saw it with the idea that it might be real, right? Like just that kind of like body dropping, surprise, shocked feeling right that's an energy now imagine millions upon millions of people having that same reaction at the same time think about the energy shift that the world has at that moment in time and that's when those people i'm talking about that orchestrated this that's how they do what they do they can manipulate energy on the entire planet and to me that's what that ritual was that was that ritual was almost a seance in a way for millions upon millions of people at the same time to have that drop in frequency, that shock, that surprise, that almost just in awe type of feeling. Not in a good way, in a disgusted way, in a upset way, in a you know what I'm saying? Like like frustrated way, whatever that feeling was, all at the same time. So like check it out. So, at the same time, everybody's energy level was dropped down to a lower frequency. Yes. Do you think there's a reason why? Because it's dropped down to a lower lower frequency now. It's almost like, well, nobody's watching, so they're going to slide some bullshit in by us. Like, hypothetically, um, the CERN shit. The who? CERN. Oh yeah, yeah, sir, sir. Okay, I was like, oh, you took me back. Right. Okay. So, yes, so yes. while everybody's frequency is down, right, they kind of utilize that energy to bring in the colliders, the collider. Uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? The I don't the, the space collider and shit yeah, yeah. from CERN. Yeah. Anywhere, look that shit up. That shit crazy, the yeah, motherfucker yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. So, shit, so yeah. they got that negative energy, which opened up that portal. And they allowed some uh, extra dimensional bullshit to come in. Yeah, and and with that, not in, not not to mention when our frequency drops, when we get lower, you know that allows more people to get sick. That allows yeah. uh, people to be manipulated more. Yeah, all and, of those different things because our quote unquote antennas are not up. Uh, we're more receptive, receptible of the chemtrails. All of it, everything. The five so, G. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, when, when this, and it's not only the moment, so you have the moment which drops, which drops the frequency, drops the energy levels of the, the the collective consciousness of the planet. And then it's not like it ends right there because it's all people are talking about Yeah. for, for until it gets old, you know what I'm saying? So probably uh, maybe it's got another week. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? probably, probably, Probably has another week, but then, but then now the next phase of it, 
is the apologetic phase. Well, supposedly Will Smith already apologized. Uh-huh. So, so we're in that phase, right? But then there's going to be the interview with Chris Rock, uh-huh. and, and then the interview and, with yeah, and the how, <laughs> and then Jada, yeah, the how, oh, yeah, how Chris Rock feels about everything, right? right? We're going to get his take on it. Yep. And then you're right. They're probably going to interview Jada next. Yep. So, which is going to lead for her roundtable show to probably yep. blow up. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, there was still strategical moves that have been placed because, you know, hell, Willow Willow Smith might write a song about it. Yep. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Uh, Jay, and have Jaden uh, co-produce the song. <laughs> yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's, it's like- So, yeah, um, they're participants, but they're, they're going to benefit from <clears throat> it. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's shit. That's- Hey, look, Will, Jada, Rock, they're a part of it. Yeah. Now, whether you want to call that Illuminati, whatever maybe, you want to call it. Yeah, maybe the first uh, family of black actors and yeah. to do some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, all, they're a part. That's, that's, not, that's not even up for debate. Like, you can look that shit up. They're a part of it. You talked about the gestures they've been doing. Those, they, not that specific gesture, but gestures in general. In they've general. been doing that shit. For the long shit, since they since low down dirty shame and motherfucking the first season of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> like, I don't know, man. Um, that's that's my take on it from an energetic standpoint. That's what happened, and that's that's kind of what. And I and I say my take like it's just purely opinion. Like I'm I'm very clear cognizant with this stuff now because I'm so open. You know what I'm saying? Like my my third eye is, is just is just working. Yeah. So like when when that information is provided to me, like it's usually on point. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how I felt about the entire situation. Yeah, I felt. I mean, I felt. I felt. I felt kind of torn down the middle. You know, uh, I'm not a. I'm not a fan. I'm not an advocate of black on black crime. Um, you know, especially the setting and all that kind of shit. Uh, I thought it could have been taken care of a little bit differently. However. I I don't I'm definitely not a fan of um of making fun of the disabled or the sick or anybody that has any kind of afflictions. You know, that's just some punk ass shit right there. Like if if we go if we if we take it face value. So mm-hmm. let's let's say this wasn't a ploy and he was literally making fun of her and he didn't know she had alopecia. Oh, he know. I mean, yeah. Right. right, but let's say he didn't. Right. And he just made a joke because that's what they do. On the, that's what Chris Rock does. Like, yeah. the motherfucker makes jokes and shit. Yeah. And they, and then Will did what he did. Well, then that's a whole different discussion. You know it, what I'm I mean, saying? it is a whole different discussion, but, but you know, <clears throat> um, can't, we can't really say that, we can't really say that, that we didn't know. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, Jada Smith show. I've never really watched it. What, which one is she on? The View? No, the Red Table. She has her own show, the Red Table. The Red Table. But it's it's, it's, it's supposed to be a great show. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But right. I haven't necessarily watched it. I, I'm a fan of Jada Pinkett Smith. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but Menace of Society. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and um said it all. And uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she had an exit run. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 90s like we just yeah. talked about uh a different world you know oh, what i'm saying fuck yeah you're taking it way back yeah oh yeah so I, i've been a fan and so but at the same time 
you know, it's been brought to my attention. Like she, she could have, uh, maybe she could have uh, prevented it from escalating to that point. Maybe. Yeah, she never stopped him. Maybe you know. So, but but once again, we won't know what her thought process is until she's been interviewed and given her a chance to speak. Well, supposedly, you know, as as the recording of the show, she had just put something on Instagram. Oh, did speaking she? about it? I did not read it. I don't know. Um, that's of the recording of the show, so I'm sure that'll come out. And and maybe if you're, li- I mean, if you're listening, then um, you would have already probably been privy to that information. But regardless, I mean, like, I understand maybe her not stopping him from going up there. I understand security not stopping him because it's Will Smith. They're thinking, oh, maybe he's going to do something funny. Chris Rock, if 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 everything was real, not staged, then he was probably thinking, you know, Will Smith's going to come up and do something funny. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't expect to get slapped in the face if if this was if this were real. But when he comes back to his seat and he's saying, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, you would think that Jada, you know, would kind of calm him down or, hey, you know, let's go walk outside. or Hey, stop. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would think not so much as, as, after he after he yelled it. Right. You know what I'm saying? The first time. Right. Maybe she would probably intervene. But. When he was in the when he was in the um, act of actually yelling it out, you know, it kind of showed her face, and she was just like, you know, what I'm saying like whatever her emotions were, right? You know, what I'm saying whether she was happy that he's defending her, or whether he's whatever, you know, what I'm saying. Um, but you know, the second time he said it, you know, he was still they were still kind of caught up in the whole moment, right? You know, so um, it's pretty fucked up. But I don't think I don't think Chris Rock should have made that joke about because, like I said, it's, it's well documented. Her head's bald for a reason, not because right, not because she can't grow a, a head of hair. You know how saying? do we know? But I mean, I don't know because it's been well documented. It is, yeah. Why she cut her all the hair off? Okay, yeah, I don't know. yeah. So because that, I mean, I think she's not. She's obviously not. I mean, she's on that show. Maybe she talks about it on that show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm so, saying she's not really. Besides that show, I guess she's not really in the limelight. She's not really. Well, you know, she just had that run on Gotham. Oh, I didn't even know she was. I didn't even watch Gotham, I, so I don't know. know. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just throw that. Out. I I didn't never really watch that right. shit either. But she she was like a main character on oh, that word. show. Okay. Yeah, Gotham. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. And that's what about three, four years passed or some shit like that. Maybe two, three. Four. I have no idea. Me either. Um, but okay, so. This is the beautty of, of, of Akasha Flicks is that we have subscribers and we have our exclusive Facebook group. So our subscribers get to speak to us. And I put a poll out there and asked, um, you know, how everybody felt about the, the Jaden and Will situation. Did you think it was staged? Did you think Will's at fault? Did you think um, Chris Rock was at fault? Or do you think they were both were at fault? And, you know, the majority of people said they thought it was staged. And, you know, our great fucking subscribers they're so deep into the free thinking man they provided us videos and you know just content hey look at this this is what they're saying this is what they're saying so i watched a couple of them and and, and shout out i'm gonna shout out the iron shaman because he came through with a with a yeah, video shout out big supporter shaman. there appreciate you, you know man uh shaman a healer himself man great right dude on. um a brother you know what i'm saying yeah but um he sent this video decoding um, and for, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, like there are highly um, 
what's the word I want to look for? Highly in tuned individuals that advanced, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Advanced is, is a good word, but mostly in tune mm-hmm. as far as numbers and numerology uh, right. and understanding the connection of numerology to events and Illuminati and Masonry mm-hmm. and Freemasonry and all that stuff. Um, yeah, Freemasonry ritual, humiliation ritual. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I watched one of the videos and, you know, it was an individual who's uh, who does this all the time. Like he he breaks down what happened and puts it into numbers and, and sees the similarities with events and different things. Um, and I bring up that to say that I'm all for that. I love the people that do that, that take the time because that, you know, I can't, I, you know, I've never tried to do it. Um, it's not my thing, but there's a lot of people out there that do it. And we've talked in the past on, you know, there's, there's this far on the side of conspiracy and then there's this side on the, you know, this side's naive. This side is ultra conspiracy. And, and most of the time the truth is in the middle. You know, I probably fall somewhere around here, not all the way here because some of that stuff is just, bro. So I start, check this out. I start watching this video, bro. Okay. And he starts breaking down the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and what numbers that equals to, Right. And I, and I can't remember the number off the top of my head. I'm just going to say it was 624. It might have been 624. Um, and which was the same number, bear with me here, as Barack Obama was the same number as Barack is the Antichrist. Um, and then just going on and going, telling you everything that was 624. And then he pulls out the Bible and says in Ephesians 222, which 222 is equal to 2022, um, talks about the prince, something, something with the crown of air or some shit like that, and correlating that to the prince of Bel-Air and how this ritual happened in 2022. And I'm like, okay. And then he says, okay, and now they're launching a new prince of Bel-Air. No, what do they call it? It's called Bel-Air. Yeah, Bel Air. And then he talks about what Bell means. Bell was like Bao, which is one of the old um, uh, satanic figures, um, Bao, B A A L, or whatnot, and, and kind of puts that together with it. And then he puts those numbers. And then Chris Rock, Christopher Rock, adds up to the same number as Lucifer. Lucifer. Basically, he's just going and going and going, right? And I bring this up to say, you know, and this is in no disrespect to, to, um, like I said, no disrespect to Iron Shaman. Thank you for sending me this information because you got, uh, you know, so many different resources. It's more about the individual <laughs> who made this video because it's like the things that he was matching it up with. I feel like anybody like we could come up with some shit to make it match up. You know what I'm saying? And the whole president singling out Obama and utilizing the Bible. Right. I felt like it was a reach, right? I, it was staged. It was a ritual. I do agree it was a ritual. But trying to match it up with these things kind of for your own, I don't want to say benefit, but to kind of match your narrative, I think is a little much. I mean, you know what? I can dig that. I can dig that. I can respect that. And to think it's kind of much, I, I feel that. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, 
We numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie, but if you okay. Numbers don't <clears throat> numbers don't lie. So sequences and, But you gotta look at it both sides. All right. Yeah, so if definitely if Fresh Prince of Bel Air adds up to let's just say six hundred twenty four. Yeah. Right. And so does President Obama is this and Lucifer something something is this, right? Think of how many other things are not that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can make like yeah. you can put a phrase together to ultimately match those numbers. And I'm not saying that this shit doesn't exist. I'm a big believer in them utilizing numbers and dates and and connecting that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this individual person utilizing it the way he did to me was reaching and you know reaching a little far. I, you know I hey bro, I completely I, I completely understand the aspect of them reaching and you feel like they reaching. Um even coming from a not really a atheist point of view, but a more spiritual point of view. It's like, ah, well, you know And it's it's putting a lot of you know uh it's putting a lot of substance on the Bible. Stars and you know what I'm saying and uh you know the Bible, you know uh it's it's it is giving the Bible a lot of credibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now uh-huh. look, somebody could take like for instance, you could take the Bible, right? Uh-huh. And you can you can create like say you were like Dr. Evil in this motherfucker. Like you you <laughs> ran the fucking world, right? You could cool. take the Bible and pick out different verses and say, you know what, this is in fucking John two twenty five. I don't even know Thursday John two twenty five, right? So in twenty twenty five we're gonna do this. You and know what I'm saying? And it's gonna be from the son of Johnson <laughs> whose father was named John. Right. There you go. Exactly. So you can do like if you were Dr. Evil. So I'm not saying that the powers that be per se aren't doing something similar to that. I was just saying that in this particular instance, I felt like it was a reach trying to correlate the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Ephesians 222. I I feel you. I feel you. I mean, like I said, I feel you. I feel how you come with this reach, you know, just. Them folks on the other side, on the other side of the fence, they like, oh yeah, we got we got ample information, data. This is how we process it. Uh, Six hundred twenty-four, and uh, President Obama uh, is the fucking antichrist. And <laughs> well, first of all, what does it matter that President Obama is the antichrist? Um, how much validity can you believe in it if you don't? If you don't even see the Bible as a as a valid reference, and that's that's a big kicker there. So that's a big that's a big that's a big thing. So like, uh, um, almost, and and this guy was also talking about you know Jesus is going to return and this right. that and the other. Almost like yeah. a almost like devil's advocate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like right, um, right, right, right. So so if 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 you if you don't if you don't really jive on that level, right, then it's it's still kind of. Um, you know, has the substance of cereal or something, or yeah. salad, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But but like I said, but 
for the other side people breaking that shit down like boom boom yeah boom, boom. i mean it's it's amazing what they do yeah so just, don't get me wrong there's a reason for this and it's like yeah. boo, 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 and and it all matches up and you know okay and that shit is i mean don't get me wrong, like that that shit is real like numbers are used right numbers Hell dates yeah. like they all have power you know specifically for you know uh the 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 ones that run this world right i completely understand that um so you know like i said shout out to the subscribers you know appreciate you sending us all that info um <clears throat> and and thank you iron shaman for sending that as well so i could check that out because like it was super super interesting um but i just felt like you know, like you you i think the biggest thing that really got me that you now that you said it was the Bible as the valid reference, right? And like I said, there could be a, they could be using the Bible just to come up with this stuff. But I, I'm pretty confident that when the Bi when that particular book in the Bible was written, they weren't thinking about, they weren't predicting what was going to happen in 2022. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So, so I think it was more the other way than, than, than the origination, but maybe somebody using the Bible or some group of people using the Bible as a tool to ultimately construct what happens across the world. Right. So, so do you think um, it almost kind of the question almost arise arises as um, could they get the same information that they were were to use the um, the Egyptian Book of the Dead or the Quran or what's the other thing the Cabela? Or Kabbalah, Kabbalah, yeah, but Kabbalah is not, I mean Kabbalah, not, not yeah. Kabbalah. The, oh. um, the Bahad Gavita, no, nah, um, it's like a scroll, but it's like a, it's like, um, I think Jewish use the Torah. Is it the Torah? Well, the t I mean, there is the Torah, Torah, yeah, okay, so like you know, what I'm saying, right, could the Torah produce the same information that will lead to the same questions? That's a good question. Well, I mean, it. I mean, like I said, if it's there's two ways to look at it. Some people can look at it like the Bible has prophesized everything. Other people can look at or or the books have prophesized everything versus people are using the books to, to, create. to create a prophecy. Right. Exactly. And I think. So, yeah. I kind of think that's more so. The oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, because however you want to look at these ancient books. Um, I think they were used for the wrong thing, but they were created for a different thing. Okay, so even if we jump down that rabbit hole. Right. I ain't got enough time for that. <laughs> right. Of the book being used. Right. 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 So do you. Did, okay. Yeah. Fuck this. No, shit. no, no. Because like the, like the book, the book is X years old. Mm -hmm. The hieroglyphics are. X amount of years older than the book. You're talking about the Bible. Yeah. Right. And the hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah. So. But the Bible's nothing but a, ah, an updated ah, version. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> that go down the wrong road. I'm, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, and see, we've been running to a whole nother fucking podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you're Just right. Just like that. You're right. Just like that. It's about I mean, I mean, let's let's give our final thoughts on it. I mean, um, I'll say this. Oh, go ahead. Bro. Damn, yeah. sorry. You good? 
we because we didn't discuss the 8K. Oh shit! Okay. Resolution. Yeah, picture we got to talk. We got to talk about the that. show. Is, so it shows a little pad. <laughs> yes. On Chris Rock's face. Now, now, now. My only thing to that is we have to we have to find out how we have to find out how authentic that picture is truth has it been photoshopped yes is it is it just a is it just another little a little tidbit of information to to smoke screen our ass so let so just to give everybody some context there's a picture floating around of chris rock having like a a pad on his cheek where he was slapped and the only way you can see it is if you zoom in with 8k quality Right. To to be able to damn near see the pores in his skin to see that there's a pad on his face. Now, we don't know the legitimate legitimacy of this picture, but it is out there. Um, I think the best way to do it would be to see beforehand and after if it was still there, because you you should be able to see a change if, for instance, he took it off at some point. Um, so I'd like to see him at the beginning because this happened pretty early in the show, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I, I think at the beginning. Okay, yeah. So like or we'd have to see him. Maybe they talk to him pre pre Oscars, and and we'd have to zoom in on him. Does does he have that on there? You know what I'm saying? And, and kind of see if there's a difference. Or, or maybe there's someone out. Someone will maybe, uncover that shit. Yeah, maybe they they put it on in between a commercial break, possibly right before. At, and remember, these are Hollywood makeup artists, like and, the and, best of the fucking best. And they do change clothes in between segments yes, and shit. True. So maybe he went in and did a wardrobe change. They put him, they powdered him up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. They had to make sure that they got the skin patch, the color of his skin. <laughs> yeah. You dig what but, I'm but, saying? But this is Hollywood. They do that shit all fucking day. It is Hollywood. And, and I mean, Chris, look what Hollywood did for Eddie Murphy in fucking clumps. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they can do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So... But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot it. Um, right. Yeah. So that that picture is out there floating. Look, however you come across, or however you perceive this, um, the only ones who know are the ones that are in the know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but we wanted to share our thoughts on it from from our perspective and whatnot. By the time this episode airs, we will all have more information. Truth on Truth. what what happened we'll have more little uh clues pointing to we want your comments comment we definitely want your comments on the akasha flicks um uh video and and tell us what you think happened how you feel about it and all that stuff if you're listening uh you damn sure need to subscribe so you can watch this shit absolutely um, but if you are listening you could drop a comment on there as well but yeah, I mean, that, that is what it is. You know, it's one of those things, one of those in the moment type of things we wanted to speak about from a culture and an energetic perspective. And it just, like you said, it spawned some some new things to talk about, like like rituals and Freemasonry and um, hidden cults, secret societies and yeah. all that shit, which we've touched on, but we've never really dove deep into. Yeah, we got to. Um We have to uh, let our nuts hang. Okay. Do some research. Yeah. Um, do the due diligence. Roll up our sleeves. You know what I'm saying? And um, and get this motherfucking information up and out here. Yes. You know where one hundred percent. Where where we're answering we're answering questions as well. 
because I I know I know there's a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. I and have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions, and you know, one of the best ways to learn is to ask questions. Yep, and uh, get answers and cross reference answers, and and then form your own opinion. Yep, of what the fuck is going on. And for everybody out there, the easiest way to really step back and look at everything is, number one, consider the source. So we talked about at the beginning of the show, it's Hollywood. All right. Hollywood. And and just look at their look at their history. Look who runs Hollywood, what it's about. And you will start to understand why this particular thing happened. It's, it reminds me It reminds me of the fucking um, MTV uh, Video Awards. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you, you, you remember watching those, but they always have some type of fucking scandal. Like they had, who was it? Um, was it Borat? Not Borat. <laughs> yeah, it was. Was it Borat who put his ass in, in M- fucking M&M's Eminem's face, face right? Yeah, you remember yeah, that shit? Yeah, yeah. That's what this shit reminds yeah. me of. And, um... And Jim Carrey, he gave a uh, a, a performance, right, <laughs> at the MTV Music Awards. He like, I think he won some kind of some kind <laughs> some kind of award and shit. But he came in full costume <laughs> as a drunken biker, <laughs> <laughs> and they said <laughs> that motherfucker was so deep in the character. He had to have somebody help him up the damn steps to to the stage and shit. Oh no shit! Yeah, bro, it was. He had the long ass hair and everything, and the big long flowing ass beard. Jim Carrey's a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. He is. But that's that, been pushing a lot of truth for a long time. He has, man. I love Jim Carrey. Right. He, you know, and he's seen it all. Somebody's seen it all. You've seen it all. Yeah. You want to talk about uh, one of the first superstars in act. Comedic acting, as far as making twenty million dollar movies. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he, he was, was that definitely dude in so, that in that realm of uh, twenty million dollar actors. And I'll never forget one of his one of his major quotes was that I just wish everybody in the world could have twenty million dollars, and real so they could realize that that that's not it. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways. We're out of here. Appreciate y'all checking in again. Minds Like Minds podcast will be here every Wednesday. And uh, make sure you subscribe to that, uh, that Akasha Flicks, man. Yeah, man. Get on it. It's a lot of uh, valuable information on that motherfucker. And a lot of love, too. A lot of love. Because we push that shit. We push, we push that, that shit. shit. We are that shit. Peace. Peace.